This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text the show on 812.15. You can follow the show on... T- what does that mean? On Twitter and Instagram, at Frank on the radio. Or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. And will you follow the show like people used to follow the carnival when I was a kid? Yeah. Oh. People just walk behind it for miles. Well, that was... I followed the bear... Briefly, oh, the Hofmeister bear. Oh, yeah. How did that go? Did, was he wearing a silk bomber jacket and a yellow bit, silk and a bomber jacket? <laughs> oh, brilliant times. Shades. With large, hairy legs. Uh, there were yes. different times, though, weren't Don't there? put yourself down. <laughs> Truthfully, there was less to follow then. The wash, you're yeah. right. Yeah, but people, I don't, do people, they don't have carnivals go through the town anymore, do they? Oh, I It used to be carnival day every summer when people were like, you know, those big heads that. Uh, People used to. Oh like, yeah, I think it was it was a drug that went wrong. No, it was. <laughs> people used to do those big papier-mâché heads and wear those, and there'd be a marching band, and locals would follow them for like four or five miles. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Dogs. Some, That's a dog. Dogs. Well, kid be, on a bike. You know, all following. I them remember around. the big heads from TFI Friday. Were they similar to that? They in weren't design. that sophisticated, <laughs> but uh, more grotesque. Which is what I always like in a, in a public celebration. Okay. Hey, um, now that I'm back, I've had a little look through the uh, text messages and emails that the show, well, mainly the emails, I'm not going to lie, that, receive, that, that happen on Friday. They come in. They're just sat oh, there yes. waiting for me. Yeah. And um, I found one that's got something of a grumble about you, Frank. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of praise for your touring. Grumble, groan. Here's your what grumble. Can I ask, what was that from? You speak someone's <clears throat> catchphrase. Was it? I think yes. it might have been the Grumbleweeds. Do you remember them? Like a <laughs> com- comedy group. Spent a bit longer on that catchphrase. <laughs> what are we called? What's our catchphrase? Grumble groan. I think Ross uh, Ross Abbott was a Grumbleweed. Was he? I think that's where he began. Oh. Anyway, that'll be there'll be more from Frank Skinner's <laughs> showbiz history. Tomorrow night. Can I just say four. to give you an idea? Um, that doesn't. The magic doesn't just start when we go on air, because not ten minutes ago, Frank was singing a Terry Scott song called <laughs> "Brother." That's true. <laughs> My brother. <laughs> anyway, um, so we've uh, had an email. Morning, Frank Cochran and the Dean Meister. Whilst looking forward to seeing Frank in Newcastle in the very near future, I was disappointed to receive an email this week stating the show started time. Ta- sh- stating the show start time as eight p.m. This leads me to believe that Frank has slipped back into the stronghold of the oppressive twelfths. Oh. I myself shall be leaving the house at 7.17pm, <laughs> fighting the good fight. And then there's a little praise which I will remove, and well, then that's from Geordie Steve. To be honest, I've been regularly going on stage at, um, I think it's 847 Eight. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, right. so that's, that's late. Not, that's not Support so Act. But Cabaret. Yeah. So Doing is it support act interval? Support Frank. act interval, me. Right. That's, that's you see, thing. I like that. And um, that's uh, you're doing nights. Yeah, yeah, I am basically on the, the, the night shift. That's what my uh, great-great-grandfather, Minor, said to uh, my father when he was presenting an arts show when he came <laughs> back late. He said, you on nights, mate. <laughs> used to be a big discussion about being people being on nights or yeah. not on. Yeah. yeah anyway. Does Frank, it, can I say we've got someone coming over, especially from Germany, Alan 
Somebody's coming to our house. Carry on. Well, I don't know about that, because yeah. she hasn't spoken to Kath about this. <laughs> but Alan is travelling over especially all the way from, from Germany. Cologne. That's it. My kind of man. And um, his girlfriend, great, <laughs> um, knows that he's a huge fan and she got him tickets for the show in Worthing tonight. So He's not coming out nice? of it just for that. Yeah. No, he can't be coming He is. Oh. If I was the sort of person who said, no pressure then, <laughs> I would say, no pressure then. Yeah. But happily, if I was that yeah. sort of person, of course, I wouldn't be doing this show. I'd, no. be, I'd be on uh, Capital. Oh. Yeah. So, um, I mean, if you were, we wouldn't be doing this. No, you, would, like, you wouldn't even have me in your life. <laughs> Let's face it. So, uh, you know, I, I know you are at very high standards. We've so, uh, rules no here. pressure, then. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. You mentioned the cologne there. Um, I did. The guy came over from cologne. Alan Siemens is on his way over now. Yeah, mm-hmm. make the most of it, Alan. That might all stop. Halloween. Um, Thank you, Danko. I was in Cologne once. Um, I was uh, filming, and I, on the Sunday morning, I got up to go to mass. Mm. I was alone; none of the crew shared. Rock and roll. And uh, it was very quiet. I was going to like a seven o'clock mass so I could get it in before the filming thing. And uh, I crossed the. A road towards this. Someone had given me a map at the hotel, and I heard um, something along the lines of "Hack Tong, Hack Tong." <laughs> and, said, well, I, and I looked right. I thought there'd be a, a comic book German soldier there, and it was a German policeman. And I hadn't waited for the green man. And not only, oh. not only could I not see any traffic. I couldn't hear any traffic in Cologne at all. It was absolutely silent. Mm. And he came over, started telling me off in German. I explained I was English. Mm. So then he told me off in English uh, that I had to wait for the green man. I hope he said, papers, please. It mm. was it was along those lines. <laughs> papers, please. He sounds like what we used to call a Jobsworth. <laughs> well, I was telling uh, yeah. a friend of mine Do came, still came over this um, week, uh, Kelvin, who's a friend of mine, who's a, a, a oh, poet, he came over for a... Uh, no, no, oh. he's not a published poet. I'd be surprised <laughs> to hear that. So I went to this poetry reading, and we were sitting, and I, I, this story, uh, he told me a story that happened to him in Brussels about the same thing. Oh, oh really? So, you know... So, sort of... J- Bureaucrats! <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so it's j- they have strict rules on jaywalking. Oh, yeah, but mm. really, I mean... Which Honestly, we don't tend to have in this country, really. No. It's not policed, is it? Well, you wouldn't no. think there's no cars anywhere near, but I'll still wait for the green man. No. no. Well, you're you're not fined here, as I think you are. You mm. are in America, aren't you? But you know, maybe we could learn from those people. Yeah. I Can think, I just uh, say something, please? Jerome K. Jerome in his <laughs> book Three Men on a Bommel, which is in uh, in Germany, <laughs> said that he watched the German <laughs> child walk. 200 yards down a, a road full of overhanging fruit to mm. buy fruit. And he said that was the difference between us and them. When I say them, uh, I mean the Germans. Oh, yeah. Mm. Here you go. 
Can I say something? Well, say something. Absolutely knackered. Of economy, my eyes. Can you say that? Yes, you're allowed to say it. Of course you're allowed. What a strange you challenge. Of course you can I'm say it. I'm looking at the... I'm, I'm worried about the uh, testicular um, It's got aspect. nothing to do with yeah. that. It's got nothing to do with that. It's to do with I the... Think, well, I don't know. I can't find it in the, in the manual. Right, well, while you wait to find some crude etymology, mm-hmm. our, my neighbours, um, I've had it. I've absolutely had it. Oh, dear. The, the music started at four. Oh. Come on now. Oh, the, no. A little bit of Monica in my life. A little bit of readers, what I need. That's now, great. Why are nice. you playing that at 4 a.m.? It's not like the party's started and it's all yeah. sexy time. I mean, was he seducing someone it, to that? If you're going to play, keep someone away at 4 o'clock, it's, it should be like, oh, yeah, no, man, forward. Exactly. Bada de Francine. Yeah. I expected yeah. a bit of <laughs> a I thought maybe Rammstein. <laughs> and then, Frank. Oh, I've got to tell, remind me about okay. that. Remind you, me about Rammstein. Put Rammstein on hold. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then, after a little Again. bit of readers were, I thought, oh great. I, I rested my head. I thought, oh, I'll get to sleep. Poor Ray, he's got bags under his eyes like a cartoon dog this morning. Then I hear, shake it off, shake it off. Good song. Oh, 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 oh. Taylor <laughs> Swift. Yes, I will. Yes. <laughs> and but then. Yeah. Carly Simon's you know, You're I So hate, Vain. Hate has oh. got a hate, 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 hate. <laughs> yeah. And boy, do I hate this morning. Yeah. <laughs> you're so vain. You're so vain. I think that was aimed at me. You walk in But why would you be playing on. You're So Vain? You think so this vain? song is about you? Yes. <laughs> and I genuinely do think that song was about me. OK. OK? I think Beatty is the common theory. Warren Beatty. Not Beatty, but uh, played yeah. by Maureen Lipman in the... Uh, did she admit recently who it was? I don't... I, maybe maybe she it's did. about my neighbour. Hmm. Anyway, this, this I'm partying. I've, I've had it up to here. But, I mean, should I be grateful that it's not Rammstein? Um, and what do I do? What do I do to, to, let, to alert them to this? I mean, hey, you've oh. just done it. Well, I went round... When I was living in a flat, someone was playing music really loud in the, in the early... I mean, you've got to pick your target. You don't want to go around someone, someone's house and be um, very badly beaten up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I went around... I, d- I didn't actually know who lived there, but I decided to risk it. <laughs> For uh, a risk it. I see Al's okay. laughing, because you think, I wouldn't even worry about that. Al, I would, though. Al, can you come round for me, please? But I went round someone's suit. house, and I, I went to their flat, and I pressed the doorbell, and they opened the door, and I, during the entire conversation, I never stopped pressing the doorbell. <laughs> so the ringing of the... just went throughout the conversation. Right. I felt that helped. It's like underlining. Right, you at my gaff in four hours. Absolute radio. Oh, someone's been in touch about neighbours. I mean, this is a big thing. The the music of the neighbours. Music Everybody of the needs good neighbours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jason Donovan. <laughs> uh, Nugget actually says. Uh, Written by. What Nugget? No, uh, the neighbours. Oh, Tony thing. Hatch. Tony Hatch and Jackie Trent, I think, oh, together. I apologise for not giving Jackie her propers. Yeah, well, that's her women. It's it in society. They're all. Oh, sorry, everyone. You say it, Frank. Mm. Tell them. I think. Um, I think Tony took care of her propers. Um, 
Nugget says, it sounds as if Emily was rather lucky. At least Emily's neighbour played a variety of songs. Admittedly, they were pretty naff and far too loud, but at least there was some variety. Back when my now wife and I were courting, her neighbour regularly played Van Morrison's brown-eyed girl non-stop blasting through the wall of the terraced house. Oh. It used to be one of my all-time favourite songs, but that woman... Oh, that woman, I love. <laughs> I hope that's in block capital. <laughs> I know it was a woman because I did knock on the door on a few occasions to ask her to turn the volume down and change the record to no avail. In the end, we brought our wedding know, no, date forward know, no and moved avail. into a marital home. As a result of it, you don't know what, sorry. I don't know. When he said, I've asked, I asked her to change it to no avail, it's great if she'd have gone back in and played a heavy metal song called No Avail. That's, that would have made life sweet. No, it's terrible, isn't it? I've had a few of them. I'm broken. Oh. It's broken me, Frank. I had a neighbour and I went round. He had, an, he had a, um, a Great Dane so in, and a glass front door, you know, the big mm. glass panel. So when you knocked on the door at two in the morning, first of all, you did a bit of activity upstairs. And then the dog would hit the glass pane, <laughs> pause first. Terrifying. I know. But the guy was just, I mean, he was a complete spaceman. And he would say, uh, thing is, uh, I can't, uh, I just can't sleep if I don't have uh, MTV on. I can't get to sleep without, I just, oh. and uh, so that, I said, well, can you have it on a bit quiet? And he goes, oh, yeah, man, that's all too. <laughs> but um, oh, I, that was, I was probably knocked on his door once a week for yeah. that conversation. Dog against glass pane. Well, I'm taking you and Alan round later. Just and, take Alan. Oh, no. Oh, never mind. I left uh, Rammstein playing all day very loudly. <laughs> never mind. You didn't really, did you? No, but I'm go- I might do. So, hey, Frank, did you have a Rammstein story? Yes, I was... Um, I was walking... <laughs> bookmarking today. Down yeah. the high street. No, I was <laughs> driving... I, I was being driven in the... the, we were, the our tour party, me, Pierre and Omar were um, going along... Three men in a boat. Yeah, the M1. Well, three men in a Merc. <laughs> and um, there was a van, a white van, uh, ahead of us on the motorway. It's mm. Friday, so traffic was sluggish. And I said, look at their um, their symbol on the van. Looks like the, the Rammstein uh, symbol. Hmm. Should we explain what, who Rammstein are? They're a German band. Oh. They did the uh, We All Live in America. Oh, yeah. America. And, and, and when we. I don't and, know uh, their symbol, though. But, hmm. and, uh, and Pierre said to me, um, Hold on, but it's got Rammstein written on the bottom. And they've got a particular font they use, mm. a sort of a right. gothic. Type. It's the goth energy drink font, I call it. Uh, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. exactly. It's mm-hmm. yeah, it's a bit like um, it's got all those sort of uh, like Norse. I don't know whatever the, mm, the thing. Mm. All that stuff in Wagner. All those German yes, legends. Yes. Oh yeah, it's very ring. And so it was a white van with the Rammstein. I mean, <laughs> I, and I don't mean like I mean professionally done, and the Rammstein thing on the bottom, the name or. And it was just some old guy in glasses <laughs> driving this van. And I just no, no idea what was going on with that. You don't think a, they were in there? No, because it was, a, you know, it was like a transit. Rammstein don't travel in a transit. Well, what if it was Rammstein's father? 
I mean, you should have you should have said yeah. hello to him and see if he said good turn, Margaret. Yeah, we, well, Margaret. if anyone else has seen the Ramstein white van on on the motorway, <laughs> do let van. me. I'd love to get to the bottom of it. He might just be a big fan, but he's really had it done. I mean, I'm sure that has, some money. Alan Cochran had a sure question. Has a lot of obscure textings. <laughs> that is one of the most obscure. <laughs> I'd love to know. I, believe me, I'd love to get to the bottom of the Ramstein white white van man, but with like the Ramstein symbol and name on the I have a question. If you, the white van man, yeah. I mean, did he look very British? Do you know what I mean? Did he look like a sort of, what sort, how would you describe I him? I would say he looked like he'd been driving for almost three months. Yeah, okay. that kind of tired hair sort of all over the place. But he, he, was, he was old, probably older than me. I know he shouldn't be driving. You're right. <laughs> Prince Philip. <laughs> yeah, I'd really love... Oh, please help me with this, guys. Come on. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Might have a bit of an answer for you for the uh, jobs worth that... Uh, oh, I thought that was going to be Ramstein. I thought that was going to be Oh, no, no, Ramstein Oh, yeah, this is, this is the guy in Cologne, OK. Uh, so you were crossing the road in Cologne at, like, seven in the morning yeah. and didn't use the green man... System. Well, I crossed the green man thing, but I didn't wait for the green man. And and then got called back yeah. by... Because he felt there was no need. By um, the polizei. Yeah, is that, is that because German for the long arm of the law? <laughs> I believe to uh, cross outside of that, uh, that is verboten. Yeah, yes. exactly. Well, uh, 457 has said, Frank, the German view is, quote marks, for de kinder. Uh, there may have been a child watching and you were setting a bad example. There was no one anywhere apart from me and the policeman. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just telling you what 457 has reported as being perhaps a justification. What are we going to do, hug the messenger? I mean, that's not how it works. Maybe Melinda messenger. (laughs) (laughs) Legend. Where is she now? Where is she now? (laughs) Oh, I read about her recently. Oh, yeah. I'll remember what it was. Oh, Presently. Yeah. And did it say her current, um, what she's doing? I'm guessing she's doing she something. Po- she of... pops up on Loose Women, Does I she? believe. I yeah. imagine she's like could do a fitness videos or something of that nature. I don't know if they still do the fitness videos. Have they gone? Oh, They've okay. gone. I don't know no, if they still no. do videos, now. darling. Someone sent me one, really. Big muscular man on the cover. Tony something? Hadley. <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't think he's one of ours Adam's, actually he's in our stable somebody called Little or Small Sid or Little yeah, work know. out with Sid Little <laughs> seems wrong doesn't it the little, little large could represent, you know, the before and after of the, the bodybuilding. Sorry, it's little or small. Who's this? Who, who I was, Sid Little and Biggie Smalls, and he's this, no longer with us, who was sadly. Who's Mr Superfit? Biggie the Smalls, oh, also I don't know. Oh, it could be Joe Wicks. Yeah, okay. maybe him. I know it's that not that little or small. Does he mean swash? No, but he you means know. swash. Maybe swash is a different guy. No, no. that's some advice know, for you, Emily. Know. Oh yeah. Um, six one six has texted. Hi, Emily. I had a recent problem with a new neighbour playing house and garage music every weekend and evening. I like that. Um, <laughs> I, I filled in an online form on my local council's website. They wrote to my neighbour, keeping my details private, and it has solved the problem. 
Hope it helps, as I know how distressing this is. Oh, thank you, Alison. That's from Alison. I better stop playing that house and garage music every weekend, though. <laughs> well, speaking of distressing, when she said uh, playing garage music, it reminded me of one of the jokes I did on my disastrous <laughs> uh, hosting the Brits oh. night, which was, all right, oh, settle round, everyone. OK, I've had no sleep. <laughs> I cannot hear about this on eight hours, let <laughs> alone on zero. And what I did was I said, right, and now time for some UK garage music oh, and then I sang you can't get quicker than a quick fit for time <laughs> oh, nothing nothing <laughs> I feel like absolutely ill Frank Skinner Absolute Radio 338 mm. oh, yes. Hey guys love the show but please can you try to pronounce Ramstein correctly it's killing me to hear Ramstein <laughs> Okay. Oh, then I'm yeah. going to do it even more. Three, well, three, eight. Think, well, it's, well, uh, eight, six, eight. Ramstein. Eight, six, eight has made the same point, but with somewhat more detail. Uh, mm. I was listening to your discussion about Ramstein oh, with interest, as it's my sister's favourite band. Every time you said Ramstein, I corrected you with Ramstein. <laughs> that made for a lot of corrections. Please <laughs> use the correct pronunciation. That's from Kate in North Shields. Still no That's... news about the Ramstein van. No. Uh, Ramstein. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, we, I'm we not going to do it on purpose. You know what I just need? a troll. I, want, I need an ex-vanation. Oh, lovely. That's what I need. Good. Um, well, Frank, did you give a shout-out to the person who gave you that little pint of milk this morning? No, it wasn't mm. a pint. I tell you oh, what. Oh, I do apologise. I, I was talking about the M&S uh, miniature... Goods yes. collection, and in which you can get things like a you can get a, a prawn sandwich in miniature, and you keep it in a small like a bookcase. I suppose it's like a, a, a shelf. So it's sort of like Doll's House food, which is what um, I yeah. used to eat. Those are the portion sizes when I worked in fashion. <laughs> and for anyone who's got a Doll's House and they've lost that um, roast chicken, uh, perfect half a walnut. It's a great substitute. <laughs> so, um, Boz is collecting them. Boz is collecting them, and he was only one short, and that was uh, that was the, um, the washing up liquid. Oh right. And then I got a um, <laughs> I, I got a, a missive today from uh, Mai Lee Chong from Surbiton uh, to Boz and Frank. Hope you haven't received too many of these, but nothing better than the full set feeling. Uh, and then it's uh, and and she um, he or she I, sorry it's not clear forgive my lack of um, can I just say could we knowledge. please start adopting uh, one washing up liquid bottle short of a collection <laughs> yes <laughs> I'm going to but anyway I, so now he's got the set which is tremendous I'm so um, I'm very uh, happy with that thank you so much P.S. I don't quite get won't mention the free plastic toy hoo ha. Have I missed uh, something there? Over to Alan in our studio in Luxembourg. I think it might have been an environmental thing that they were giving away plastic toys and people were like, don't do that. Oh, Climate okay. emergency. You know, all that stuff. No, you're right, Al. That's what's happened. Yeah. OK. That well, is the voice um, that they use. Yeah, I, I promise... Um, well, I doubt he'll dispose of it in the near future, but we won't. Uh, we we live nowhere near the ocean. I'll try and keep it as far away. <laughs> mm -hmm. Look, we are so no plastic in our I house. I like the fact that they thought you'd be inundated with these. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, um, no, someone on Twitter was... I mean, they, it, they were showing off their collection. No, they said, I've got the full set. Mm-hmm. 
No offer, yeah. I'm just saying. Ian Winwood has been in touch. Hello all, I'm off to St Petersburg next week to interview Till Lindemann, the singer of... Ramstein. Who has a solo album coming out. I'm going to ask if he drives a white van. It, Settle this thing once no, and for all. No, it wasn't him. It definitely wasn't him. <laughs> but if, 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 if he it? knows when, what, why an old man drives a Ramstein branded van what up and down the M1 on a Friday night. Herr Lindemann. Oh, mm-hmm. you think? Mm. It could be Opa Lindemann. <laughs> Couldn't they have just changed their appearance like when Michael Stipe grew that massive grey beard and looked like a completely different yeah, human? Yeah, but this would be like, this would be eight hours in the makeup. This would be Dustin <laughs> Hoffman as, as a 1,000 year old man. I mean, it'd be really. And, and why? To drive a van up there? Yeah, how eccentric. How eccentric they are, these rock stars. Oh, I, I shall search. I, I'm going to search for this information. I wish I'd... It, the traffic was slow enough, I could have stopped and, and said, the good, oh, Guten Abend! <laughs> Guten Abend, my boy! But uh, I, didn't, I didn't think. This is Frank Skinner. This is... Absolute Radio. Have we heard from the outside world? Yeah, we've just got three spams in our holding bay. Have we? Well, you speak for yourself. We've um, we've had a Melinda Messenger update. So oh, yeah? She's going to be in the new Theatre Royal Lincoln's production of Robin Hood this oh, Christmas. Oh, Mario, I'm guessing. Yeah. I'm guessing they don't um, they don't get into sort of the cast. No, no, I can't think of another female character in uh, in what? Sorry, in, in Robin, Robin Hood. Hood. Other than Maid Marian, yeah, mm. I don't think there is because one. it's Robin Hood and he's merry. Riding men. through the Glen. Orcs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I was in Nottingham last night. Of course, it's well. Can't help thinking of Robin Hood when you, mm-hmm. it says "Welcome to Robin Hood Country." Yes, mm. which took me back to being in um, in Whitby last week, and people asking about where is Dracula's grave. They must ask where Robin Hood is buried. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh, certainly. So listen, uh, listen, ye here. I oh, um. Oh, right, Geoffrey Chaucer. I um. <laughs> I was uh, well. I had. I had. A, I'm on the road at the moment, and I was at a hotel. I think I've started doing at hotels. Is having for breakfast because there's a choice of cereals. I double up on the cereals. Two in the same bowl. I have cornflakes. Oh yeah. And then on top of it, in the centre, I put one Weetabix. And I'll tell you what it looks like. It looks like a magic eye drawing without needing to do that thing where you let your focus fade. It's very attractive to look at. Always with the eccentricity, you. If I was having that, I would definitely go Weetabix covered by cornflakes. Anyway, so I'm sitting uh, eating my breakfast alone. The others haven't calm down <laughs> depressing much <laughs> and um, oh I love I love hotel breakfast Do you? some people have them in the room but I yeah. love to watch the people at the hotel breakfast the amount of awkwardness people experience just walking up to the food thing and back yes. the yeah. most self-conscious <laughs> walk of all time there's often a newbie that doesn't know how one of those toasters that rotates oh, works yeah exactly you know, they don't jamming it in and oh, they, making they, a right mess of it and the people who Absolutely, the, the pig, old pros, the pigs, absolutely, oh, yeah, pigs yeah, yeah. pile up there. Well, can I say something else? You find is when you have a dog. Some hotel restaurants will there's an area where you can sit, and I experienced it myself only recently. Sometimes guests will come over and uh, proffer 
a sausage from oh, the dog. Really? No questions asked. They just give you the sausage. I don't want your sausage. They give you the sausage? Yeah, to give they, to the dog. They don't give it directly to no. the dog. Well, I no. couldn't do that. My dog's <laughs> too timid and also uh, I'd have to ask about the calibre of the sausages because she's gluten-free. <laughs> if um, if you had a sausage dog, do you think that would change? <laughs> would they be worried about well, the doubling really off aspect? Gross, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be like it, repeating immoral. the same word in too close together in a piece of prose. <laughs> yes, yeah. Anyway. We need a copy editor you, on this. You anyway. were watching the self-conscious folk, which, can I just say, yeah. is a fabulous observation. It is oh, so true. They mm-hmm. tread so gingerly, guys. Oh, man, you can tell. It's as if they feel they're being watched on yes. some mic microscopic camera that's studying their effort. I don't care how they walk up. Or, or, <laughs> I do. Well, I do. It's human beings that they're most vulnerable. Anyway, there was two <laughs> members of staff behind the counter and I wasn't I wasn't sure whether other people could see them where they were standing. Um, and it was this bloke and this woman talking. They were sort of... Um, I don't know what... But they're East European would be my guess from mm. their accent. And uh, suddenly they snogged with tremendous um, <laughs> enthusiasm. I mean, absolute oh. clamping on mouth thing. Ow. Oh, on company yeah. time. I know. And these are people who are preparing food. <laughs> it's a health and safety nightmare, this. And I was sitting, and while they were, and they were really, in my, he's, you know, they were, their arms were all over each were other. They, what were they wearing? Were they wearing tabards? They were, well, it was a risk because of the static electricity <laughs> in their uniform. Were, were they wearing tabards? They were wearing, you know, these sort of, uh, sort of um, a bit slightly pub landlord jackets. <laughs> Um, and um, they were, and then uh, the bloke who was still sn- still clamped on this woman, I saw his eyes pick me out. <laughs> so he looked, he looked past her ponytail to me watching them, and I felt like I was some sort of, you know, peeping Tom. I was having my breakfast in a hotel. I mean, why am I the bad guy now? Apps, and I mean you can't. If you say get a room to people in a hotel, it's kind of like a weird, a stranger feeling. But the look, look, this guy—they stopped. The guy really looked at me like, "How dare you? How dare you see us snogging?" That's really shocked me. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Really feel sorry for you, Frank, with your breakfast debacle. Well, it was it was a it was an uneasy. I don't I mean seeing people um, snogging is always a bit weird, mm-hmm. but um, I just don't expect it when people are working. You know, they're being paid. They're being paid. I don't like the they? unprofessionalism of it. They well, should be exactly. tidying up dirty plates. Or well, I did. And the accusing sorry. look at look at that old guy <laughs> spying on us. You don't yeah. know they were thinking but that. Well, if you'd seen his face, it was really like, "Gah, <laughs> you get off us." You know, in the lovely bones, when he's lo- he's looking and he he come he stumbles across a. a, a, a a couple in a cornfield yeah. and the guy goes mad and beats him up because he thinks he's a sort of a mm. some terrible peeping Tom guy. Mm. It was like it was with that we're very close to that. Right. <laughs> mm. I mean, it's probably a good thing he didn't shout get a room in case they said, Well, we're full, sir. So yeah. Okay. <laughs> you should have known that. 
Also, you don't want a shark show, get a room with Brexit being the way it is at East European Pyramid. <laughs> I was suggesting that get so a room. Get your own room. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would have felt bad if that had been misunderstood mm. in any way. Did it make it's you just... think twice about having a, a hot breakfast after your cereal in case things escalated behind oh. the counter where they were? I think I went and got some mushrooms. <laughs> you don't want to watch a full show, do you? I, I went and got some mushrooms on Eat toast after that. Because I, I, I thought if there's going to be a fight, I better build my strength <laughs> like uh, Mickey was it what's he was he called Mickey uh, Mickey Rourke in Barfly when he's got a big fight oh, yeah. and he breaks in and eats the contents of someone's fridge in anticipation of the big boss stop mm. it's kind of like that I um yeah I, I've got to be honest I always prefer eating in the room do you mm, I really you know sometimes they say oh breakfast is included and I think I know, but I'm, I, I, I can afford a breakfast and I would really rather... I love the tradition of the tray. I feel like oh, Princess yeah. Margaret. There's a decadence about it with the, the orange juice. Um, I just don't like that vulnerability that you speak of. I find it quite upsetting. Mm-hmm. Seeing people... Oh, no, I love it. Do you? <laughs> oh, I could watch vulnerability and awkwardness <laughs> till the cows come home. It's the clinking of cutlery unsettles me. Now, all that is great. And the, and the, the great ceremony of having to wait to be seated and the, the check-your-room mm-hmm. thing and all that. Oh. And I'll tell you what I always do. When they ask me my room number, even though I often know it, I'll look at my key card in front of them. So they're absolutely clear that I'm legitimate. I'm just, I haven't just come in to watch the staff make love. <laughs> that's, that's where I am now. Do you with think it. also there is a lot of judgment in that area? I find a communal dining area, serve yourself. Mm-hmm. I do, you know, some people do pile the plates high. Oof. And if they bring, if they bring <laughs> you, uh, if they bring you uh, the, the hot meal thing, you know, so you can order the extra stuff that you yeah. have to pay for. I always mm. say, no, I'll, I'll go with a buffet. There's always a sense of, fuck, oh, of course you will. You know can that. I, can I tell I would you, judge a, you for that. a very yeah. brief story of a thing I saw last week? Uh, last week I was away. I, um, I went to a kettlebell uh <laughs> instructional course. I did three days of kettlebells with them. What tunes can you play? Uh, It's a a very good. It's an exercise thing. It looks Um, a bit like a Cyberman's head, doesn't it? Yes, very like that. Well, it it looks like a kettle that you can't get any water in. Yes. Lots of people there. That's why they call kettlebells. Well, I may be wrong, but is that right? I'm guessing so. I don't really know. A sealed kettle. It's an old Russian market thing that they used to use to weigh the produce. But anyway... I was at this thing, largely populated by professional fitness people, mm. and on you surprised me. On one day at the canteen, a guy walked past me with his breakfast, and I thought, "That's weird. That looked like a bed of rice on his plate." Mm. And he had, he had like a, a plate so full of scrambled egg. I thought the scrambled egg was a bed of rice. Wow! wow. And then I looked again, and what was on top of his plate of eggs? Three poached eggs. <laughs> so we had scrambled eggs egg on with, egg. with three single poached eggs on top. Oh, wow. Egg Legend. on egg, yeah. Egg oh, on I think you still edit the good food guide. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. I'd like to read you an email that just might 
might change our opinion on the power that we wield here at Absolute okay. Towers. I think in, I know the one you're going to read out. I'll changing you. lives. I bet you don't, actually. Hi, what? Frank and team. I finished oh. listening to a podcast of your show where you talk of visiting the Lewis Chessman in Edinburgh. Mm. Um, this fired my interest in the subject, and I was amazed to see that they are featured in the book and radio series A History of the World in 100 Objects which even features a contribution from Martin Amis. What? what? It just Why goes it? to show the routes this show can take you down. <laughs> mm. P.S. Did you ever listen to Black Country Night Out comedy records? Well, two items here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Regional news programme. First of all, I do like the idea that... The, I don't know, I like to think that the programme is a sort of uh, intellectual and popular culture-based advent calendar so you open one door and who knows what will be (laughs) behind and i think it's good to follow those um sort of wormholes yes although i think the days behind me being uh behind 25 are long gone well come now thank Um, you the um the black country night out they refer to i i think that they had local comedians like tommy mondon and stuff like that and the popular black country the black country i should say in case you don't know is an area of the west midlands uh, named so because of the industrial revolution where it was a a, a key element mm. the houses became covered in soot um from mm. all the industry and so it, it was like a, living in like a, a black Town. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, so um, yeah, there was a, a double actor with a very popular black country act called um, Enoch and Eli, which would yeah. be Enoch and Eli in, in normal. Oh. And they would tell stories. In normal. <laughs> so we'd say, All right, Enoch, you're still keeping bees. And he says, Oh, I took, uh, I took him for a walk this morning. On, I put him on cotton. I tied cotton on the legs. Oh, do you? And I took him down the park, but I couldn't get in because the gates was locked. And it goes on uh, like this in a, in a, in a perambulating uh, I, but, sorry, but interesting fashion. Just to ask you a question about Enoch and Eli. I Enoch and Eli. Oh, I do apologise. <laughs> I just want you to hear you say it. Enoch and Eli. Yeah, exactly. Um, that, 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 was the sort, that was my question, essentially. Was, was it just due to sort of a mispronunciation? Or is that, what were their birth names? So they would be, it would be Enoch and Eli, but everyone would call them Enoch and Eli. I remember okay. a friend, there was a bloke called uh, Tommy Jones. Not um, the Pontypridd crooner. Oh, I was thinking of Tommy Lee Jones. Mm. Uh, and uh, I remember a, a, a bloke in the pub saying, uh, "Oh, I've just uh, just been down Albury. I bumped into Tommy Jones." <laughs> so everything uh, got uh, changed a bit. But anyway, so yes, I did occasionally listen to those Black Country Nights out. Well, but, that was uh, um, Jack. That, that missive. Oh, I, I, I was. I, it said with a tone there, like no. I was anticipating a surname. I just felt you've like got to get, you know, left it's, loose it's like the football results. You've got, you've got to, <laughs> you've got to follow that through. So there, there, there you are. Um, um, we've, we've answered that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've can't. Oh, I think. I, don't I know think th- no. The, the oh yeah. The producer the is actually pinching that fleshy bit underneath my armpit, saying ta- we have to move on. The fez tassel is dangling into my very nostril. Yeah, I'm sorry about that, but it's been a very difficult week. 
Now, I went to um, the barbers this week to get a haircut. Mm. Um, fresh um, trim. That's what the kids say. Do they? I think they say fresh trim. Oh, OK. Yeah. Or, or fresh cut. Mm. I mean, it's all the same words, really, and it? it's just coming back in. Yeah, you know, well, whatever <laughs> yeah. happened, I got a haircut. And uh, <laughs> I went in there, and the guy... Uh, I've been going in there for, I would say, two years, and they've never at any time acknowledged that um, I have any sort of public face of any kind. All right. And oh. so I just thought, well, you Perfect. know, that, that, you know, they're, they're Turkish guys. They might, they might not know who I am. And they, mm-hmm. you know, they don't. Um, anyway, so I was uh, getting my hair cut, and the guy said, uh, I say, you know, what you're working on at the moment, and all that, and it became, you know, he, he started. It became apparent, anyway, from mm. what he said, that he, he had recognised me, and very, uh, very diplomatically, not brought it up before. Right. You know what we, you know, everything, and um, <laughs> what was he <laughs> Everything, everything out. <laughs> anyway, everything. So he said to me. Um, Something about you know if you, uh, I can't remember who cropped up, but Brexit cropped up as a, as a topic. Oh, oh goodness! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it didn't get. It wasn't divisive at all. Oh, it, we were okay. just talking about it in general. Uh, you know, interesting. Something oh. big happens every day as a news story. Yes, big, oh, yes. Yeah. And then he said, "Yeah, he said we'll uh, we've." He said we'll miss it, won't we, when it when it goes? <laughs> I said, "I think we will." I said, "I've often thought I'll miss it on the news," and he said, "Yeah." He said, "It's like I feel like like we've you know it's like we've brought you know we've brought it up. We, mm. We've had, we've been around. You know, we were there when it was when it first appeared, yeah, and you know we've it. we've nurtured it. Mm-hmm. We've you know we've given it a lot of attention, lavished attention, and now it's just it's gonna it's just gonna go and leave mm. us, and that'll be the end. He said, "I don't suppose it'll be the end." He says, "I suppose it'll still come back with its dirty washing." You know, oh, yeah. and maybe bringing back some people, you know, male or female, who we don't really approve of, but that's who they're hanging around with now. Oh, we went full on. And he did a complete <laughs> conceit on Brexit, and I, I thought this is this is like it's like a stand-up show. It's brilliant yeah. work on the personification of, yeah. uh, of Brexit, and what, and now we've nurtured it, and then it'll leave us, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I like this guy. And I, it did make me think, as a, I thought, you know, I should ask the um, always impressive listeners on the radio show, what's the best thing that a barber or a hairdresser has ever said to them? Because <laughs> oh. they're chatting. I don't think mine's uh, <laughs> appropriate. Well, uh, this well, radio, we don't. Some of it's on broadcast. It was in Monte Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yes, uh, so I, I'd love to know what those are because I, I, I must have told you about the time that uh, in fact I, I think I put it in my stand-up act uh, that a woman uh, said to me, having finished, um, mm. uh, almost finished my hair, this was at uh, Mr. Topper, it was the nine quid haircut, and she you said to know. me, "All it needs now is a bit of a zhuzh and it's oh. done." And I said, "Zhuzh ye not, for as ye zhuzh, so shall ye be zhuzh." Oh, and and got that? nothing. <laughs> I mean, nothing from her. Didn't even say what you mean, and it just moved on. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute radio. Absolute radio.
We've had a interesting. This is another of your obscure textings. Interesting things that hairdressers have said to you over yeah. the years. Or barbers. barbers. My barber is very keen to say. He said we're the only barber in uh, in uh, this area, and I said, well, there's one in this road, and he said, nah, that's a hairdresser. Oh, Excellent. he wants oh, to yeah. be clear. He's I Turkish, like is he? Yeah, but he said we do shaves and stuff. I like hope. That. You oh, t- yeah. I hope you thank him in Turkish. Um, I I don't know how to do. I that. do. Okay. Teşekkür ederim. Can you repeat that? Teşekkür ederim. Like a Levi's stonewash or something. Come on. Teşekkür ederim. A lovely, okay. lovely I'll friend. I'll try. I don't mm. know. I mean, I don't know if it'll stick. It's a risk. Really it's a risk like if someone's <laughs> carrying an open razor. I don't really like being talked to by the hairdressers. I like to. I like it. If, you know, apparently one of the oldest Thing, jokes. Things that don't surprise me. <laughs> number 371. <laughs> apparently oh, one take of the, hairdressers out of that statement. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Apparently one of the oldest jokes, I don't know where they found this, but is uh, of somebody going to the hairdressers and them saying, how would you like your hair cut, sir? And him saying, in silence. Uh, oh. And I'm pretty sure that Rudy Liquid, who's a comic, still does that on the comedy oh, okay. circuit. Anyway, um, 003 has texted. Okay. Oh, he hasn't done enough kills he's not, yet. He's not, he's not, I don't know if he's licensed. Are you, yeah. are you always licensed if you're a double O? No, I think he's not licensed not quite licensed yet. He's pre- pending. I would call it he's on his provisional. Yes. Oh, he's got a provisional. He's got a prov. Anyway, sent a good text in. Frank, Alan and Emily. Mm. A barber once said to me, if you think you've been a good person all your life, but when you die you're sent to hell, who do you complain to? Gaz Manchester. <laughs> it's a good, it's oh, a good yeah. question. I'd like a trim and a um, pervading sense of existential gloom for the rest of the day, please. <laughs> also, uh, I mean, you can't raise it with the... With a Diablo. Well, maybe you could. You know the old, I, I, excuse me, I think you'll find I shouldn't be here. You know those Sorry, kind. there's been a problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, up, upstairs, a Rooney. Yeah. I think uh, it's a, it would be like not getting into the VIP area. <laughs> well, there's a thing, the closest thing that's ever happened to me to just being in an old joke. And people... I, Careful. Probably think I've made this up, but it really it, it happened exactly like this. A guy, I went to have my hair cut, and the guy said to me, "How do you want it cut?" And I said, "Sort of, kind of like yours, actually. I'll have whatever you have." And he says, "Well, I have number two all over." And I said, "I'm sorry to hear that." <laughs> no, and I said, um, <laughs> "I said, that uh, split, wasn't I said, it? I thought it was the drains." <laughs> no, I said. Um, he said, I, have, I said, OK, fine. So then he, he did my hair and it was really super short. I mean, mm. like a, a skinhead cut. And I said, what do you want? This, is not, this isn't what you... And he said, oh, mine's grown out quite a bit. <laughs> and that was a, it was a real thing and it feels like a, wow. a joke. But I, and I remember being so embarrassed. I'd never had it that short before and I didn't have a single head scar. I felt like I hadn't lived. <laughs> you were no skinhead escape. No, I just had not lived. This is uh, Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. You can text us on 8.12.15. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram. Follow. At Frank on the radio. <laughs> or you can email the show via the Absolute Radio website. Mm-hmm. We've been talking about things hairdressers 
have said. Well, well specifically, it's things that. Um, but they've said to, yeah. to you that your hair, your barber or hairdresser, there is uh, stuck in your mind. The best thing ever. Well, yeah. Well, we've had some great tweets. Oh. I'll be honest, I'm surprised that it's such a fertile texting, but well done, Frank. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, Michael said, his hairdresser said to him, I'll be honest with you, that's not my best work. <laughs> 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 you can have it half price. <laughs> <laughs> Where is that? <laughs> well, this, this you know, I've always, so got, go always got one eye on how much We've I'm got, spending. Did I, did I read out who that was from? No, Michael. Oh, I do, Michael. oh, yes, thank you. Oh, yes, Th- that this was haircut I had the other day, at the end of it, the barber said, do you want any product or anything on it? I said, uh, no. I, 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 I said, I actually did a, a, a text in on my radio show of me with <laughs> and without product. And they, the audience said, I look better without I haven't used it since. I took it absolutely as gospel. That's Leslie Candley. Hold it, hold it. Oh, I do apologise, Frank. I okay. didn't you mid. So he said, he said to me, well, he said, uh, a, a good haircut doesn't need product. That's what I always say. I said, that's it. He said, yeah. he said however, this one, I, I wouldn't mind putting a bit on it. <laughs> He's funny. He's got his long Brexit analogy. And and his one-liners. He's got his banter. I love him. Good stuff. Emily. Sorry, Frank. Uh, Leslie Candlin, right, let's sort this mess out while standing (laughs) next to her colleague who caused this mess a few weeks earlier. (laughs) Lee? Oh, that's hard. Um, yeah, we've had we've had we've had all sorts. Nine four two has sent one that I liked. Um, yeah. Hi Frank at Al. Uh, my barber heard Yellow by Coldplay on the radio and said to me, "I love this song. I used to love Coldplay, but now this is their only song that doesn't remind me of my ex." <laughs> I pointed out that the fact he's aware that it doesn't remind him of his ex means that it does in fact remind him of his, <laughs> remind him of his ex. He cut the rest of my hair in silence. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> We have a couple more that I would like to share. I mean, and, um, I don't obviously I don't want this to be the entire show, but no, no. too good to wait. The doggy network. I did ask. Okay, mm-hmm. the doggy network. Last visit, the colour in my hair had grown out more than I realised. She showed me from every angle. I said, "Oh, I didn't realise it was that bad." Her reply. Yeah, it is that bad, <laughs> and most people would have noticed. <laughs> I mean, why add the cruel They've thing? become, hairdressers and barbers have become like the fool in King Lear. <laughs> <laughs> the speaker of... Hey, nuncle, most people would have noticed. They've become like the, the voice of truth against power. There's finally uh, Mr Flowers... Uh, said um, a friend of his says um, is it vitiligo it's pronounced on his elbows knees and around the eyes and he was at Vidal Sassoon around the late 80s and the hairdresser said I love the way you do your eye makeup and his friend said actually that's on my skin disease oh (laughs) no did I tell you I I was going out with someone and she used to get her hair cut by um, Nikki Clark oh yeah and um she went to his salon. We'd, we'd split up. And um, she was having a haircut by one of his colleagues. And um, Nikki Clark walked in and said to her, Oh, how's Frank? And she burst into tears. So he'd split up. And he went, Oh, um, uh, really sort of awkward and didn't know what to do. So he dashed out and dashed back in with a glass of champagne. <laughs> <laughs> How Nicky Clark deals <laughs> with s- sadness. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. 
So I just, I would like to share a haircut, Al, finally, from Ian Walker. Well, I don't know. Your guess is as good as mine. Not Ian Walker. <laughs> that was the curtains, wasn't it? Chin the old Tottenham, Tottenham yes. yeah. goalkeeper. Married to... Susie Walker. Hiya! Hiya. <laughs> um, she had a short-lived chat show called... Hiya. Hiya. Um, I missed the rehearsal for this week's show. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, we spent 22 years working on it. It's actually called Hiya, Hiya. it's Susie Walker. (laughs) And when she said Hiya, she peered around a curtain, I believe. I, I seem to remember her doing it in other um, contexts. But let's not fall I out. There was one when she's just coming out from behind a, uh, a, a letterbox and he goes, Hiya! Yeah. Not from a gold mouth. Um, in Walker, I did once have my hair cut by a wig maker <laughs> for about £2.50, which seemed cheap. Mm. They, they thought I knew. They did it because they could see I was desperate and I thought they were a genuine hairdresser. It was a horrible mess. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wouldn't if go they, to a wig maker. I wonder if they kept the hair. Oh yeah. yes. I mean, I think that I think a wig maker is somewhat incentivised to do a terrible haircut for a person, aren't they? Oh yeah. So then they go, yeah. <laughs> well, do you want to buy a wig? Absolutely right. Yeah. Well, we used to go when I was younger. My mum would make us go to. I mean, make you know. Um, but we had to go to the hairdresser that she went to, which was Vidal Sassoon, and they didn't like mm. doing children. Um, and people were smoking, there was a lot of alcohol. And the man we had, would, the Italian man, would say the children. Every time we walked in, he didn't like us. But I, I do remember one hairdresser was cutting my hair and was talking to my mum about her love problems, and I looked awful. I mean, it really, she'd taken it, it, it looked awful. And she said, oh, it looks OK, you look a bit like Juliet Bravo. Mm. Now, I don't know if anyone knows who that is. Yeah, yes, uh, she was very... Jill Gascoigne who played No, Juliette Bravo, I can't remember the actress's name, but it's a policewoman. Yes. And I don't think that a nine-year-old should really look like a policewoman. Was it Gabrielle good, Drake? a good rule of thumb, that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Gabrielle Drake? No. OK. Anna Cater- Carteret or something? Oh, anyway, we'll get yeah, back to you about she, that. She had, she had a cataract. <laughs> I don't remember. Can you be in the police if you got a cataract? I'm sure you can. 8, 12, 15. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if it's up there with the height restrictions. <laughs> so I'll tell you what I did this week. I went yep. to the, 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 seat, the cinema. Oh, yeah. And I did something I haven't done for years. I watched t- two or three sections of the film through the spaces between my fingers. You know, that Why? literally. Because oh. it, was, it was sort of. Uh, Scared? Yeah. You're very easily spooked. It was well. It was mm-hmm. called uh, the Dora Air, the, the Explorer. No, it was called. It's all those in Amazon's. <laughs> it was called the Aeronauts. Oh, okay. do you know it? No. It's um, Eddie Redmayne and um, and the woman from Rogue One. Oh, oh yes, called? I know. Very. Who you she mean. was. Yeah. I mean, she's very good. I Daisy. Like. Is it a Daisy? Perhaps. I think Ridley. It's something Jones. Felicity Jones. Oh, lovely. Yes. Um, Marvellous. Anyway, yeah, there were sections in that, but they're in this uh, hair, hot air balloon, the ice one has ever been. When I I can't remember what was the, you remember watching a film like that. It was so harrowing. No. It. Uh, and I mean, I'm, I'm you know I'm getting on. It's not like I'm some sort of child. Anyway, I just thought I'd mention it. I what? feel it's so there was gone scary down. Bits. It's gone down like a lead. No, <laughs> <laughs> like, the, like the balloon. The, uh, gone down like yeah. the hot air balloon. Yeah. Well, 
So is it? A, well, I don't want a total spoiler alert because I might see it. Mm. Never going to see it. <laughs> I would never see a film with anything called Aeronauts, to be honest. Really? Right? Well, it's it got... sounds a bit like there's going to be machines in it. Well, there is, like but uh, there's a lot of sort of cy- yeah, cyberpunk lot. But there's, you know, there's a lot of human uh, interaction as well. No, not no, <laughs> not um, no, Dave. Email email has just come in. Robin Hood's final resting place is Huddersfield on the Kirklees Park Estate. And then they add oh, God's own county, but I'm not convinced. But anyway. Isn't that your manor, darling? It is, sir. Yeah. That's where they bury the fictional nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. We've not done many emails that are just there in email corner for a little while I, uh, I wondered if oh, you'd yes. be I don't know, are you interested in the jingle how Frank? Are you or are you, about yeah, how do the jingle can I, ask, can I ask you one question before we do this because sure. something cropped up you know mm-hmm. I, I occasionally spot sort of puns and that which I had previously missed Mm-hmm. You may have, for some time, I wondered if uh, Mary J. Blige was a pun on Much Blige. I do remember, remember that, yeah. <laughs> so I thought it was perhaps overreach, but yeah. I said that one, I'm, I may have, I may have, uh, yes, I might, may have had ideas about my punning station. <laughs> but recently I asked about Free Willy, uh, if that was a pun on Free Will. Yes. Uh, and, you know, because it, it, it escapes, I think, so it's about free will, it's about making our own decisions in life, not living in, a, in an aquatic park situation. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, uh, when I was uh, recently in Hull Minster, the, uh, the, the big church in Hull, Mm. Um, Pretty rock and roll tour that Frank is on. Yeah, well, I was talking to a guy who worked there about about you know the, about what it's like working there and the staff and the bell ringers and all that. And he said you could write yeah you could write a sitcom about this place. You think people say stuff like that? Yeah, you could write a sitcom about this place. And I said yes, I'd I'd call it um, Yes Minster. Ah. Oh. Okay. Um, which is a reasonable joke in so the situation. It's perfectly acceptable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I wasn't in professional context. <laughs> Not that I feel I have to aim any lower, but I mean, it's, it was a perfectly, perfectly sharp and, and quick response. Yeah. And then I this wondered. Is, your want. <laughs> is yes, min- and you might have guessed this years ago. This might be a big mo thing for me. Okay. Is yes, minister, a pun on Westminster? Ooh. Oh. Is that what he's referring what to? Question. Because yes, minister. I know he says it a lot, Sir Humphrey. You know, yes, minister. Yeah, I thought it was but, just about. But I wonder it, the agreeableness. Not that. I thought the, it was subservient. Yes. It and is. a bit. Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. But it, it's not not a title you'd naturally arrive at. I wonder if it is because it's set in Westminster. Yes, minister. Westminster. Anyone? <laughs> if anyone knows. Uh, um. Oh, what do you think? Because I'm going to go. Uh, Hard no. Oh, hard no. <laughs> on that one. Okay. It, it might be another example of overreach on. I'm on, not on sure about it. Mary J. Blige, I oh, hold up my hands. Oh, where do you stand? <laughs> I mean, if we're going to compare Mary J. Blige and Much Obliged, which I believe is um, one of the catchphrases of uh, Derek Akora. Well, no, but much it's obliged. like. It's yeah, like he, a, he says to the spirit world, no, he says, very a, much obliged. It is an old term used to end letters and stuff. And mm-hmm. as Mary J. Blige says, a thank you to her fans her whole name was a thank yes, you yes minister mm-hmm. 
Actually, maybe I've been too hard on him for Yes Minister. What if do you anyone think, knows Al? about the etymology of Yes Minister, do do let us know. Anyway, sorry, um, would you like me to play the email corner jingle? I have to jump in quickly on this. If you Time, Timing is everything in this business, as, as you know. Email. There you go. Um, there you uh, that that was uh, the email corner jingle. But uh, I think that Lindisfarne singing that Lindisfarne, of course, so. the home of um, the venerable Bede, whose tomb I visited in Durham uh, <laughs> Cathedral very recently. You're listening to Radio Four. <laughs> what is um, a Bede? Do we ask this before? Yes, you did. I, I, I've forgotten. I'm that's his name, much. Bede. What do you mean? That's his name. Oh, extraordinary. Yeah. Alan. Dear Frank and the gang, first time writer, long time reader. I was intrigued by Frank's comments the other week about West Brom's Boilerman mascot. Ah, oh, yes. Claiming that he had sold out somewhat by donning an approximation of the striped WBA, West Bromwich Albion kit, instead of opting for the plain white combi look. Yeah, I should say that the, the Boilerman is a sort of legendary um, mascot that we have at West Brom, and he, mm. he is just a combi boiler on legs. And mm. I said, I mean, I think at the point I made, he was, he's like Marcel Duchamp's found art, the urinal. <laughs> in that I know Marcel Duchamp signs it, but other than that, he just presents it as found. Mm -hmm. yes. And that was the great thing about Boilerman. The last match I went to, which I think was the Blackburn Rovers game, um, he came out with stripes. I'm glad I took a photo of it, because... Yes. <laughs> By chance, I happened to go to the Albion at the weekend as my uncle had a spare ticket. And mm. although not a supporter of West Brom, mm. I would describe them as my championship team, to paraphrase Buzz. Aww. Anyway, lo and behold, when I sat in my seat and looked towards the pitch, there was Boilerman, but back in his original plain white attire. The only explanation is that similar to when Frank improved Andrew Lloyd Webber's curtain call, <laughs> there must have been a member of WBA's backroom team listening in on the previous podcast who subsequently reverted Boiler's look. <laughs> Boiler's look. Yeah, I don't think we know him well enough to be on the first name term. Mr Boiler. <laughs> Does he get letters addressed to Mr B, man? <laughs> I think we ought to come up with a name slash feature for when Frank makes one of these improvements. Maybe an ALW, Andrew Lloyd Webber moment. Mm. Praise redacted, but a big hand for the police, Rory. Well, there's so many references to previous things on the show. This man is clearly a, a, yes. a, a regular reader, and, 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 and thank you for that. Um, that's tremendous news. Mm -hmm. um, I re if, if I honestly thought I'd reverted the unhappy... Um, trend of making Boilerman more apposite mm -hmm. then I I'm would be proud I'm indeed. calling these the FA which is the Frank Amends <laughs> okay. okay every time we get these yeah. okay. working well time I don't time. know if there'll be that many but you know I've, oh all yeah I've right done. there won't be you go up, I've told you you got. You cannot resist giving people so, money so far I've power. I might have we might have changed a, 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 a in, an, oh, an EFL mascot and uh, <laughs> and the West End musical. I mean, <laughs> it's not a bad old life, is it? <laughs> this is Frank Skinner. This is Absolute Radio. We're still in the corner. Oh, yeah, we're still in the corner. Yes. We have an email through from Andrew Hunter. OK. OK. Long-time reader, first-time contact. Morning, Andrew. Following on from the museum animatronic feed from last week, 
does anyone want to recap on that? I don't believe... Um, I think Frank was asking what's your favourite animatronic in one yeah. of his more mainstream textings. <laughs> if we write back to Alan Hunter, will we write... Andrew. Begin, Andrew. Andrew Hunter. Will we begin the thing, Dear Hunter... Down, yes. down, oh, down. that took me ages to get. I'm a bit embarrassed. Dear A Hunter. Da, da, da. Well, the, he must get that a lot. The, yeah. the gladiator. So what? Sorry, what was um, what was uh, the huntsman? Says, what was the huntsman saying? <laughs> Snow White. The RAF Museum at Hendon has the best mannequins as part of the Battle of Britain exhibition. They are pre-animatronic. But if you look at the plain-clothed families as you walk through, they may look a bit familiar. They must have got them on the cheap because they're actually members of the royal family, <laughs> specifically Prince Charles and Princess Anne. They've and been there as long they? as I can remember. They, it sounds like they're there to represent sort of families, extras, if you will, okay. in this RAF museum okay. at Hendon. But they've obviously not got just general mannequins they've actually got Prince Charles and Princess Anne specifically <laughs> as members of the public I remember doing a joke on the chat show which was um, a man uh, he'd been he did some crime mm. and um, he'd hurt himself in the process of the crime and he was he was unconscious he was in a coma for like three days or something and when he came round there was uh, four policemen in, at his bedside <laughs> And the joke that, that we did was he thought he'd died and gone to Hendon. Because Hendon was the police, oh, yes. the police academy at yes. that time. But I, I, was, I didn't know the RAF thing was in there. It's a bit... Um, I wonder where they got those from mm. then. Two swords. Because they do close down some of these places. Oh, it? yeah. It's a shame to waste them. I mean, I have, I'm, I'm sure Madame Tussaud would deny this. Mm -hmm. You see, I but, went two swords. But I often think, Sorry. do they actually no, melt... I gone two swords. Do they always melt the bodies down? Or do they think, you know, if we put a... Say if you put a... a say well, I if don't you like got, the way you think Owl knows the answer to that. <laughs> no. Rather disturbing question you part -time What job. I mean is, if you've got, say, David Bowie, and you want to have a one of David Beckham, mm -hmm. Mm. might you not just change the head? Yeah. Who's going to notice? Yeah. You're going to dress it different. It'd be fine. Obviously, there's some that wouldn't work. Daniel Lambert, uh, Britain's fattest man <laughs> from the 18th century. <laughs> uh, you couldn't do him with the Beckham. But, no. Um, no. And but with some other modern celebrities, you probably be... There's less of that now. You I think, couldn't swap world. with, um, let's say, Conor McGregor? No, that, they'd notice that. No, but Graham Norton, maybe. The only way I could they could swap with Conor McGregor if they put in front of us one of those seaside peephole <laughs> photograph opportunities. <laughs> and then what's the point? <laughs> just, might as well just do a bust. <laughs> Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio. We've had a text in, Frank. Um, 275 has submitted this. Dear Alan, Emily and Frank... After hearing about Frank's rhinestone cowboy debacle, it got me thinking. Do you want to um, pre-see what your rhinestone cowboy I will. debacle? Just, just in, in, a, in a slight sidebar, right, mm -hmm. if we go from um, from um, rhinestone to Ramstein, someone ah. spotted the van, didn't You're they? You're absolutely right. It, um, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, someone spotted Stephen it. Stephen White emailed, I saw that van yesterday. I'm not going to pick him up yeah, on the grammar. What... Uh, 
I wanted to drive past playing yeah, Bruce Springsteen as loud as possible and get him to wind the window down, shoot him a dumb-looking smile while putting the thumbs up like I'd confused the two. Uh, but unfortunately, it was too far away. If you find out who he is, please let him know of this attempted trolling so that he <laughs> understands what he missed out on. So even from but I'm just help. glad someone else has seen it. Do you know what I mean? It's I like, when a like when a second person sees the ghost, you can relax. Well, Sorry. You, you feel seen now. I do. I, and I say he was on the M1 yesterday. Alan. Um, so we're back to your uh, yes, um, rhinestone cowboy. I'll tell you yeah. what it was. I, in From rhinestone cowboy. To I, rhinestone. Yeah, mm-hmm. in, in rhinestone cowboy, I. I thought that he always said getting courting letters from people. Yeah. And when there's all reasons why that is, it's a really good lyric. And in fact, he says um, getting cards and letters, which is yes. like, so the mistake was better than the original. Now, yeah. we don't want to do misheard lyrics because no. that's right up there with no pressure. But, but um, more, but, more humbly, we want to do accidentally improved lyrics. Accidentally improving <laughs> lyrics, exactly. So We've had a few, but you have another I sense bobbling uh, yes. under. Yes, it got me thinking about Respect by Aretha Franklin. I've always liked Aretha's Respect. We've had Aretha before in this topic. We had, in addition to the Ramstein cowboy, we had um, I Say a Little Prayer. Uh, and it was um, when... He, the guy I thought, the bus, dear. Yeah, I run for the bus, dear, and yes. I think of you. And he thought, how amazing, even when dashing for a bus. Before running, I yeah. think of us, dear. Yeah, that's right. Whereas, and in fact, she's on the bus yeah, when she before thinks. riding. Mm. And he thought it was a while running, and it was the idea that during this arduous activity, still they were on the mind. Yes. Over to you, Alan, in um, Wisconsin. I have <laughs> always liked Aretha's respect a lot. Mm. Uh, Oh, hang on. I've always liked Aretha's respect a lot less since I realised oh. the true lyrics. I used to believe these were R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Find out what it means to me. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Take, Take out P-C-E. P-C-E. This would leave the words rest, just as a brief pause in the instrumentation came for in the song, as the Aretha was taking a moment away from her scathing attack to just reference the song she was singing. Oh. Rest. In a beautifully fourth wall-breaking meta moment. Yeah, like, like she was saying, and I... Uh, pause. Yes. And I was thinking, oh, lovely. They say, much like, much like Leonard Cohen's Hallelujah when he says, well, it goes like this, the fourth, the fifth, the minor fall, the major lift. Yes. Um, and then they add in brackets, I wonder if there are other songs that do this. Imagine my disappointment when I realised... Can I say one? I've got one. In Greece, there's one where they go, C, 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 F, F, (gasps) F, A minor, C. Yeah, exactly. I think James Brown says, take it to the bridge, doesn't he? Yes, and uh, I believe... Yes, you're right. Yeah, I think he's, to be fair, he's talking to his his doctor at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, they continue. Imagine my disappointment when I realised Aretha was simply saying, take care, TCB. The T sta- TC stands for taking care. So the first take care is completely redundant. No okay. good, Aretha. Must try harder. Yes. <laughs> no, take care, TCB. TCB is, I Taking care of business. business Elvis, yeah. obviously. Okay. This is more... Mm. I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm going to have to go and read... The, I'm, I'm going to have yeah, to go Alice. back over those pages. Um... 
But yes, okay. So I like the idea of her saying and leaving rest and then having a little rest yes. in the middle. That Can I just quickly great. say, sorry, love your work, but take care, TCB, not redundant. She's saying, take care, take care of business. Two mm. separate sentiments. Oh, so take care, like mine, there you go. Yeah, all and best. Yeah. And then take care of business. She's signing off all best, take care of business. Well, she was oh. actually running a business empire at the same time. <laughs> like as well. I heard a woman <laughs> say goodbye to a friend on the bus <laughs> once, and she said, "Have a great weekend. Make good decisions." Wow! And I thought that's uh, slightly, Adrian Charles slightly says, menacing um, from a friend. Now, I think Adrian Charles says, "Mind how you go." Yeah, mm-hmm. which sounds a bit threatening. I've always thought that. Yeah. Uh, oh, so look. Um, speaking of mind how you go, we're going soon. Uh, Sarah Champion is is coming next, and oh, let's change it this week. Around her neck, she wore a yellow ribbon. She wore it in the springtime and in the month of May. Hey, hey. I'm not guaranteeing she will be wearing a yellow ribbon around her neck, but who knows? <laughs> if that turns out, I'll be very pleased. Look, and um, thanks for listening. If the good Lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Now get out. This is Frank Skinner. Skinner. This is Absolute Radio.